Next on News for the Soul, Inspiration to Creation with Nina Amir. Nina is known as the Inspiration to Creation coach. She's an intuitive transformational catalyst who elevates consciousness by reminding you who you are, a spiritual being having a physical experience. She'll inspire you to rethink your limiting beliefs, rise to your potential, and become a powerful creator who can live a human life that feeds your soul. Please welcome Nina Amir back to News for the Soul. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Inspiration to Creation show. I hope you're having an inspiring day so far, wherever you are. It's a great day to get inspired and create something soul aligned. Wouldn't you agree? So let's get in spirit and create something amazing, like what really, really matters to you. I'm super excited about today's show. It's a topic I've been thinking a lot about lately, but which has always really, really jazzed me. But before I dive in, I want to remind you that there should be time for questions or coaching at the end of this episode. So if you have questions about or would like to be coached on today's topic, which is create what really matters, please call or write in. I'd love for you to call in so we can chat. And I really don't bite. While emailed questions are good, they don't allow me to tap into your energy or actually have a conversation with you and go deeper. So call in by dialing 646-595-4274. That's 646-595-4274. Or email on the air at tellus.net, T-E-L-U-S, on the air at tellus.net. And all that information is, is uh, on newsforthesoul.com, so easy to find. All right, so let's start creating, shall we? I have said it before, and I'll say it again. You are a creator. However, you may not be creating what matters to you. It's time to change that, is it not? I realized it was time for me to change what I was creating a number of years ago. But it was made clear to me six weeks ago when I broke my ankle that it was time to level up in this area again. For about a decade, I created a lot of stuff that, I, that did not matter to me. For instance, I created a business around some books I never meant to write, nor did I ever feel like it was important for me to have a business other than coaching and writing and selling books. But I created this whole online business with courses and membership programs and everything. I built relationships with family members that I didn't even like, but I thought this mattered to them and to my husband. I created a ton of busy work that definitely didn't matter to me because it kept me from things that did matter to me. Writing, doing things I loved, learning, developing deep friendships with like-minded growth friends, spending time in nature, having a pet, riding my bike, fixing my marriage and my health, publishing books that made a difference in people's lives. Actually, it's kind of interesting. I can list more things I wanted to create that matter to me than things I created that didn't matter to me. But when I look back over that decade, most of what I had in my life didn't matter to me, or they were circumstances I didn't like or want. 
And I didn't love my life much at all. I mean, why would I? It didn't have much in it that mattered to me. Nothing that was important to me. And, or the things that were important to me, in some cases, weren't working like my marriage. And I didn't realize that the main thing that mattered was the quality of my life. That everything that really did matter to me, if I had that in my life, would help me live an authentic, soul-aligned life. That was something different totally than what I was used to. It's always to be good to be on the same page with our terminology. So let's define creator. I've done it before, but here we go. A creator is someone that creates, usually by bringing something new or original into being. And to create means to bring into existence, to produce or bring about by a course of action or behavior. Now, every single day, every single moment, you create something. Your thoughts, beliefs, actions, and energy continuously bring new things into your world. And who you're being, your characteristics or identity, yourself, also creates your circumstances and the world you experience. So you're a creator. Now, if that's true, you may be wondering why nothing changes, even when you want to create change. You want to create something different. I've covered this in previous episodes, but it's worth repeating. So why is that? Why, when you want to create something different, something that matters to you, is that so hard for you to do? Well, first off, you're continually creating the same circumstances because your thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, energy, and identity remain the same. If nothing changes, nothing changes, right? If you don't change, nothing changes either. It's always worth repeating. (laughs) To change your outer circumstances, what is happening around you or in your life, you have to change your inner state of being. Specifically, you must change how you see yourself, consciously and subconsciously. And we'll talk about subconsciously here in a minute, since you might be saying, well, how can I know how I see myself if it's subconscious? All right, we'll get back to that. Now, for instance, Maybe you see yourself as poor or unproductive or undeserving or stupid or unlovable. Then your habitual mindsets and behaviors are going to cause you to continue creating more things that make you believe that's who you are. Basically, you create in a way that reinforces your identity. You may also have had a life experience that altered your identity on a subconscious level. For example, maybe a high school coach said you had no talent or a parent claimed you were a liar or lazy. And now these identities, I'm talented, I am a liar, I'm lazy, influence your attempts to create what's important to you. You may not realize you have negative beliefs about yourself that you're creating from that identity. And I will add that sometimes we have an experience, like maybe you were the victim of um, abuse of some sort, and that will be buried in your subconscious, and you won't realize that you, you know, maybe are walking around feeling like a victim or seeing yourself as a victim. A victim has no power, so it's very hard to create from that place. Now, if you decide to let go of those self-defeating beliefs and be the opposite, wealthy, productive, deserving, intelligent, lovable, talented, honest, or hardworking, you're going to start creating from that identity. Your new creations will reinforce your new belief about who you are, not your old one. Now, you might be wondering how to clear out those subconscious beliefs, and I said I'd come back to that. Since, you know, they aren't, you aren't aware of them, so how do you get rid of them, right? Well, you can work with a hypnotist or do self-hypnosis. 
I worked with a hypnotist for quite a long time, and I found it really helpful for figuring out what's going on underneath and reprogramming my brain to think about these things differently. Self-hypnosis can also work. But as, I talk, as I'll talk about in a bit, remembering who you are and being that, a creator, is going to disempower those old identities as well. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little more here soon. And there are other techniques. Breath work, for instance, for instance, I used to work as a rebirther. And you can recall a lot of subconscious experiences and thoughts and beliefs that way too. And let them go and reprogram them. Okay. There's another reason you aren't creating what matters to you. Because you're creating what matters most to others instead. Did you hear that? You're creating what matters to others instead of what matters to you. What that means is you're creating what you believe you should or are supposed to or expected to or what you believe is acceptable. Maybe you're afraid to create what matters to you because it's safer to create what matters to others, right? Because then you'll get approval and you'll be liked. There's all that, you know, um, being a um, uh, people pleaser, right? So it's just create, it's safer to create what matters to others. If you create what matters to you, you might feel guilty for prioritizing your desires or someone might judge you as selfish, right? You've been programmed to believe it's admirable to create what matters most to others. And it's self-serving to create what matters most to you. What being selfish is a good thing? In fact, being selfish means you're concerned about yourself and your well-being. You love yourself enough to ask for what you want and create what's in your best interest. This is a good thing to keep in mind with Valentine's Day coming up this week. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later too. Of course, you don't want to do, you know, to create what matters to you to the exclusion of concern for what matters to others or to intentionally do what matters to you when you know it isn't for the highest good of others which is the classic definition of the word selfish. But think of selfishness this way. Being selfish is like putting an oxygen mask on yourself first to help others in the plane put on theirs. And no one calls that selfish. And what if creating what matters to you allows you to help others? After all, the more you create what matters to you, the happier, healthier, more abundant and prosperous, calmer, and more fulfilled you become. Think of that last word, fulfilled. We could see that as filled full, which allows you to give more to others. Now, there's a third reason nothing changes if you want to create something different. And that is that you don't take responsibility for your creations. To create what matters to you, something different than what you've created thus far, you have to take responsibility for yourself and what you've created to date. But, oh, that's a dirty word, isn't it? <laughs> responsibility? We don't want more responsibility. We shy away from responsibility. And we don't want to be responsible for the bad shit in our lives, do we? But think about it. Create A creator creates. So everything in your life right now is your creation because you are a creator. That is who you are inherently. You were born as a creator. But you might be thinking, well, I created all this shit, 
things I don't want, like debt, bad health, a lousy relationship, and a job I hate, that can't be right. I'm not taking responsibility for that. But let's reverse that thinking. The fact that you created all of that is actually amazing. You created all of it. Even if your creations aren't what you want, find meaningful or important, you created it. But I bet that you've created some things you deem important, and and you probably take credit for those creations, the things you like, the things you wanted, the things that mattered to you. You created those too, and those, you're going to be quick to take responsibility for those. So if you can acknowledge and take responsibility for the good things you created, the things that matter to you, why not the other things? In fact, if you weren't interpreting your circumstances or experiences as good or bad, you could see that they're all your creations, period. Only you or maybe others decide if if what you created are positive or negative. But take away those stories, those judgments, those labels, and all you're left with are your creations, right? Now, I do realize that it can seem challenging to take responsibility, especially for miscreation, things you created unintentionally, and we create a lot of those. Look, when I, when I look back over my life, you know, I, I created the lousy marriage. Did my husband have a partner? Sure. Did I create my ill health? Yes. Did I create that business I didn't like? Yes. Did I create the fact that I was spending all my time on busy work rather than my life's work? Yes. I created all of that too, and I take responsibility for it, because if I don't take responsibility for it, I can't take responsibility for creating something different, something better, something that matters. As I said, we often create based on subconscious beliefs and identities. These are not intentional creations. We are unaware that old programming, beliefs, and experiences are the source of what creates our life. And I know as well as you do that it's human nature to blame anything and anyone for our current circumstances. Blame allows us to shirk responsibility. We don't want to admit that undesirable circumstances are our, air quote, fault. So we choose to believe that they're, they're someone or someone else's fault. But the fact is, you created whatever you've experienced and are experiencing in your life. On some level, you created your current circumstances. Now, if you find it hard to stomach that fact, I understand. However, there's a positive aspect to taking responsibility if you haven't figured that out already. And that's where the amazing part comes in. When you admit you created your current circumstances, you realize that you can create different circumstances. You can create something different. But if you don't take responsibility for your current circumstances, you are a victim, and you've given away your creative power to a force outside yourself. But now if you take responsibility for it, for all of it, all your creations, That's a different story. You have taken back your power, your creative power, and you've stepped back into being a creator. And as a creator, as someone responsible for your creations, you can create anew. So if you dislike what you've created to date, choose to create something you like. If you've created, you know, if, if thus far you've created 
things that don't matter to you, you can create what does matter to you. So do you see the power that comes in responsibility? In taking responsibility? To create something different, to be something different to your true identity, the one you were born with as a creator. That is the most powerful identity you can adopt. And when you affirm, I am a creator, you can create what matters most to you. But if you're stuck in your old identity, you're going to create what that identity thinks and believes. You're going to create based on that identity's actions, reactions, and programmed mindset. And you create what matters to that identity. So, for instance, if you see yourself as undeserving and unworthy, you know, that's, that's your identity. I am undeserving. I am unworthy. You will, you're going to create more reasons to feel and believe that that's true about you. Someone who feels unworthy won't ask for what they want or create what matters to them. Why? They don't think they're worthy of having it. So what matters to you? See yourself as someone worthy of creating that, and you're going to create circumstances based on the mindset and habits of someone with that identity. You're going to create based on the characteristics that person possesses. But here's something else super powerful and magical about remembering who you are, a creator, and being that. Taking that on as your identity, I am a creator, erases most of the old stories, conscious or unconscious, I should say subconscious. Realize, remember, you were born a unique, limitless, eternal being, a creator. You are a pure soul that expresses your authenticity by creating what matters to you. Yes, every time you create something that matters to you, you demonstrate your authenticity, who you are at a soul level and what matters to you. So tell yourself, I am a unique, limitless, eternal, pure creator. I am a unique, limitless, eternal, pure creator. Remember that it is the identity you were born with and start being the powerful creator that you are. Ultimately, that is the only identity you need. Creator. I am a creator. When you stand in that truth, you are worthy and deserving. You don't need to develop that identity since it's part and parcel of being a creator. You're not, you know, you're no longer lazy, a liar, or anything else you've been telling yourself. Any story you've had about yourself is going to disappear. You're supremely powerful. Not only that, but your soul is going to start to clarify what matters most to you. As soon as you step into, into that power, as I am a creator, that identity, your soul will start telling you what matters most to you. It's been telling you all along. You just haven't been listening because you had too many other stories going on and you were living from different identities. But when that begins to happen, the result is that you begin to create what matters to you in a soul-aligned manner. You create what I call a life that feeds your soul, one you truly love. You're going to start getting that spiritual guidance and acting on it. And that spiritual guidance is directing you to what really matters and to creating that, that life that feeds your soul, that soul-aligned, authentic life. Now, 
Creating what matters to you actually serves others. This brings us back to the idea of selfishness. I loved recently hearing Brian Ridgway talk about this and, and you know, about selfishness and selflessness. And this is another way of seeing how creating what matters to you really is not selfish at all. If you've ever been in a group coaching setting, you know that, that creating what matters to you serves others. Each time I do a group transformational coaching session in the Inspired Creator community, I allow different people to get on a hot seat with me. And they ask me questions about the things that matter to them. And I coach them to help them figure out how they're standing in their own way of creating these things that are important to them. But when that one person who's getting coached comes to some insights, has some realizations, when that one person getting coached does that, everyone receives insights. So one person gets coached and everyone receives aha moments. So one person's healing, you could say, becomes a group healing. One person's increase in consciousness or evolution becomes an increase in consciousness or evolution for everyone in the group. So why is that? Well, we're all connected. You've heard it before. We're all one. You, you've, you've heard it so many times, but on a quantum level, we know everything is energy, and we're all part of the same energy field, and the same energy field of the universe and all that is. So in the same way that change happens to everyone during group coaching, when you create what matters to you, you make a powerful difference in other people's lives. Your creative energy lends itself to the creative creative energy of the whole. And your selfishness becomes selflessness. Think about it. Those two characteristics live at opposite ends of the same spectrum. We're all one on a spiritual or metaphysical level. The thing that matters to you matters to the human collective. So creating what matters to you makes it possible for others to create that too. And while I know everyone listening to this show is spiritual and woo-woo, if you want to see this from a less woo-woo perspective, think about it this way. As you stand in your power as a creator and unapologetically, unapologetically create what matters to you, you provide a positive role model for others and give them permission to create what matters most to them as well. Think what doing that shows your children, your friends, your coworkers, or anyone else in your circle. You know I'm a high-performance coach, a certified high-performance coach, and we often talk about role modeling. That's how you have influences, by being a role model. And so just think about the kind of influence that you can have. Think about the ripple effect that happens when you create what matters to you. Believe me, I think about this often with my children, that the more I create what matters to me, the more they see how important that is, and it gives them permission to do that. The same for my husband, who, who doesn't believe that he can create what matters to him. So give others permission. Be a good role model and create what matters to you. So that kind of leaves us with the question, are you creating what matters to you? You can create so many things. I bet there are many things you want, but are they important? Do they matter? 
For example, you can create more money, love, or health. You can create a different career, a new place to live, uh, uh, a trip around the world, or the car of your dreams. But none of that really matters if you haven't created what is really, really, really important to you. What really matters more than anything. So I want to tell you what I think matters to almost everyone. A life you love. An authentic, soul-aligned life. That's what matters to me. The other things certainly add to a life you adore. But as standalone creations, they won't make you excited and happy to wake up every morning and greet the day, at least not for very long. Maybe you already know, or let me backtrack. Think about, think about the times in your life, maybe it's even now, I hope not, when you haven't wanted to wake up. You know, you hit the snooze button because you don't want to meet the day. There's nothing in that day that matters to you, and you don't like most of what's in your life and your circumstances, right? But what if you reverse that and you wave the magic wand and suddenly every day you wake up so excited and happy to greet the day? Totally different quality of life. So maybe you already know you want to create a life you love, or possibly you're only just now having that insight, that aha moment. Oh, right, living a life I love that feeds my soul would change everything. Well, it does change everything. Why? Because when you love your life, the quality of every single day is different. I don't mean like it's different every day, although it can be, but the quality of every day is a, is a different level, a different experience. You experience everything, everything different. Unfortunately, so many of us feel trapped in our circumstances, situations that don't make us happy. But you aren't stuck ever, and you can create a life you love. Now, a few years ago, I read a book called The Five Regrets of the Dying, and I can't think of the woman's name who wrote it. I'm sorry, but go look it up. The Five Regrets of the Dying had a huge impact on me. And since then, slowly but surely, I've been making changes to ensure I have no regrets at the end of my life. What's become really clear to me is this. In the end, all the things don't matter. What really, really matters is the quality of the life you live. What matters is that you loved your life and lived it fully in a soul-aligned and authentic manner. Now, that might include things like traveling or whatever, but it's that quality of life that matters and living fully. To do that, you have to intentionally claim your power as the creator of your life. You have to allow your spiritual nature to guide you every step of the way to creating what matters. Remember, that's really what I call being an inspired creator, tapping into your spiritual guidance, being in spirit, as Wayne Dyer liked to say, so you can receive the guidance and then act on that guidance. Every time you're inspired, your soul or spirit is guiding you. It's like a little, you know, come this way sign. It reminds me of uh, when you go on a tour, like you travel somewhere and you have a tour guide and you're on a bus with all these people on this tour and 
the tour guide always has a, has a little flag they're waving so you know which way to go, right? <laughs> That's like your intuition or your, your soul guiding you. And you, you only have to follow that guidance and act on it to create what truly matters to you. If you do that, you'll also create a life you adore. You create a life that feeds your soul. If you don't do that, you're going to feel unfulfilled, unhappy, and dissatisfied with your life. And you'll end your life with lots of regrets because you won't have created what matters. And that could be, I'm trying to remember the five regrets. It could be <clears throat> that, you know, you, you spent most of your time working and you didn't stay in touch with your friends. And um, I can't remember all five of them right now. But, you know, those are the things you will have created. But that's not what matters in the end. And so you'll end your life with a lot of regrets. And I don't want that for you. And I know I don't want it for myself, which is why I've been so focused on that. I don't have to tell you that disliking your current life circumstances really sucks. It really does. It can make you unhappy and alter your perspective on just about everything. But you know that already. And you already know that living a life you love will change that. Creating what matters to you a life that you love, a soul-aligned, authentic life that you love would change that. Imagine if you had a way to change your life in all the ways you want so that you adore every moment of every day. <clears throat> How would you alter your ability to handle the stuff life sends your way? When life lifes, how would that alter your ability to handle that and to be who you want to be and do what you want to do and make the difference you want to make? Everything would be different, would it not? If you think it's impossible to finally change your circumstances and create an authentic, soul-aligned life that you love, let me tell you something. That is what I thought, too, until I saw people around me doing it, and I started doing it, too. Just recently, a new friend of mine out here in New Mexico, I see her dropping all kinds of stuff that she doesn't care about and doing what matters to her. And her life is changing in magical ways. So it is possible. All right, let's talk for a minute about how this all applies to Valentine's Day, which I said I'd mention, and, uh, you know, you know, we need to talk about that, right? Because Valentine's Day is traditionally about celebrating love and loving relationships. And Valentine's Day is this week in two days. But my wish for you is not that you focus so much on celebrating love and loving relationships, but that you celebrate having a life you love. If you don't feel enamored with your life, if you cannot explicitly say, I love my life, then it's time to create a life you can fall in love with. A life you can fall in love with. How do you do that, though, if you dislike your circumstances and you feel challenged to change them? Become someone who can change your situation so that you can create an authentic, soul-aligned life you adore. Be a creator and create what matters. Take responsibility. Stop focusing on what matters to other people and create what matters to you. Admit it. Loving your life would make a huge difference to your experience of life. Just imagine for a minute having a love affair with every single day. That would change everything, wouldn't it? Of course it would. Your life would be filled with all the things that matter to you and 
and, and you would just be in love with it, and, and everything would be different. That's why creating a life you love filled with all the things that truly matter to you is so very important. That's why it truly matters. To create that life you love, though, you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself enough to stop worrying about what others will say if you create what matters to you. You have to love yourself enough to take responsibility for your life. You have to love yourself enough to acknowledge and celebrate that you're a unique, infinite, eternal, divine creator. Ask for what you want and to create what you want, what matters to you. And then from a place of self-love, you will do that. You will create what matters to you, a life you love filled with all the things that are important to you. I was remembering the other day that one of my first spiritual teachers told me, follow your intuition, share your gifts, and create a life you love. The rest doesn't matter. This was some of the best advice I ever got. And for many, many years, I followed that advice, and I was happy. I lived an authentic, soul-aligned life that I adored. And then I forgot about that advice for a very long time. And I bet you know what happened. I focused on all sorts of things that didn't matter, at least not in the long run. I stopped following my intuition or sharing my gifts, and I ended up hating my life. And then I remembered that advice. And I began little by little to make changes. For example, I started listening to my spiritual guidance system more often, my intuition, and even courageously taking some action based on those messages. And I began to focus on pursuing my life's work and making that a priority. And I began saying no to things that didn't make me happy and didn't matter to me, and yes to those that sparked my passion, felt on purpose, inspired me, were so aligned, and really mattered. And now I love my life a lot more, and I'm living it in, in my way, authentically, in, in, a, in soul alignment. So I want you to stop for a second and really think about what is it that matters most to you? If you agree with me that it's a life that you love, an authentic, soul-aligned life that you truly adore, that makes you want to get up every morning and live that life, then what is it that would be part of that life? What is it that matters to you that would be part and parcel of that life? What matters to you? Is it relationships? Is it your life's work, doing something that makes a difference in the world? You know, maybe you want to start a, uh, a charity or a foundation. Or maybe you've got a product you want to put out into the world that you know will change lives. It could be a book. It could be a, a piece of music. It could be a course. Maybe what really matters to you is raising confident children. Maybe what matters to you is being of service and contributing. Maybe what matters to you is spending time in nature. Right? You want to just spend your days hiking and um, traveling to national parks. Maybe what matters to you is coming home every day to a boatload of pets who greet you at the door and make you happy. I know. I got my dog because I knew that's what would happen. She would make me happy. And I love dogs. That was important to me to have a pet. 
Maybe it's important you write a book. Make a positive impact with your words. What is it that really matters to you? Now, give yourself permission to create those things. Step into your power as a creator and create those things. Create the things that matter to you and that will lead to a life you love. You have to know what what really matters to you. If you don't know what truly matters to you, how are you going to create it? So you really have to stop for a minute and ask yourself what matters. And if that's too hard for you, consider a life you love. What, what does that look like? What is part and parcel of a life you love? Or just stop for a minute and get quiet and ask your soul, what really matters to me? What matters to us? And then start taking some bold, courageous action based on your spiritual guidance, standing in your power as a creator and create what matters and watch your life transform. All right, I'm going to stop and I'm going to see if we've got any questions. I see one email from Nicole with a few questions. Um, Just remember that you can call in. I did not mention that um, a second time. Um, If you would like to actually call in and speak to me and let me coach you, the number is 646-595-4274. 646-595-4274. And if now you suddenly have a question and you forgot the email address, it's on the air at tellus, T-E-L-U-S, on the air at tellus.net. Okay? I would love to answer your questions or to chat with you. All right. So let's see what questions we have. Okay. We have Troy in Boston. <clears throat> Thanks for listening, Troy, and asking a question. And your question is, I understand the value of taking responsibility, but to what extent does it really go? Did I create the drunk driver who rear-ended our car and injured us? Very good question, Troy. Hold on, I'm going to take a drink. Okay, so if you believe that you come into this world, this lifetime, to learn lessons, and, and to remember who you are and evolve and to become more conscious and all those things, then everything that happens to us is, if not on a subconscious level, which in this case I wouldn't necessarily say that, it's on a spiritual level happening to you because of some contract you made prior to being born, before you actually came into the womb as a soul, and began to develop a body, a human body. It's a contract that you had about what you were going to learn and what you needed to experience in order to evolve. So did you create the drunk driver who rear-ended your car and injured you? Not necessarily from your identity or from a subconscious identity. Not from 
anywhere other than the fact that this is some sort of lesson you need to learn or it is your spiritual guidance saying, pay attention. So my husband recently had a non-injurious accident. He was stopped behind the truck. They were both looking for a parking spot, and suddenly the truck began to back up. And what I said to him, and it backed up into the car and damaged the um, the uh, hood, not hood, the front of the car, and a variety of things. Anyway, what I said to him was, and, and he couldn't get out of the way. Like the truck just started backing up, and he didn't have enough presence or time to put the car in reverse and back up. And I said, well, think about it. That something was coming at you that you and you couldn't get out of its way. So what kind of metaphor is that for your life? Cars happen to be a metaphor for our bodies. So I had a, a situation where I had, a, um, I had my kids in the back of the car, and I was at a stop sign, and suddenly I realized my brakes weren't working, or at a stoplight, I realized my brakes weren't working, and I didn't manage to pull the parking brake and, and stop. But then I had to figure out what to do next. And so I managed to drive through the light and to the side of the road and pull over and, again, use my parking brake. But what did I think about? I thought about, oh, how did, you know, what is this telling me about my life? And I realized that I was running a million miles an hour every day between work and the kids and other things. And I was just running so fast and I didn't, wasn't able to stop. And I needed to figure out how to stop. That was my message. I could say the same thing about my broken ankle. Why the heck did that happen to me? I just got over the dislocated shoulder and the shingles and back sprain and all that, which also had messages for me. And then comes the broken ankle. Well, that was my clear message from spirit that I needed to slow down and, and go in a different direction because my ankle went in a different direction than my body. So it's all about the messages. Okay, what's your learning? So you have to ask yourself what metaphorically or symbolically this accident had to do with you and your life and what needs to change and all of that. Now, I'm really sorry that that happened to you, and it sounds like it wasn't just you in the car. <clears throat> I have a great blog post on my blog at ninaamir.com about uh, – about accidents, why accidents happen. It's also on YouTube. So go look either on YouTube um, at my station, Nina Amir, or I guess it's under Inspiration to Creation. Um, anyway, go to YouTube and, and look for me or go to my website, ninaamir.com, and you will see the, <clears throat> find the blog post about accidents. It's one of my most popular ones. All right, so I hope that was helpful. And again, thank you for your question, Troy. Okay, now we have Shelly in New York. How can I get rid of my I'm not worthy programming? Well, Shelly, as I told you, one way is to just decide that you are a creator and you came into this physical experience with a pure soul, totally worthy, totally deserving. And if that's who you really are under all the the layers of programming to the contrary, then you can very quickly drop that programming of I'm not worthy, okay? You could also 
do some hypnosis or self-hypnosis around being worthy. I'm sure you can find some um, hypnosis uh, uh, ta or tapes, <clears throat> recordings. I'm showing my age. Um, a site I like to go to, I get nothing for this, is hypnosisdownloads.com. You go there and see if you can find a hypnosis, self-hypnosis um, recording about being worthy. You can also journal about it. What is it? I mean, with hypnosis, what you're looking for is the inciting incident, I guess you could call it. It's kind of a, um, a, a novelist's terminology. But what was the inciting incident that made you feel like you were not worthy, that you were unworthy? Because when you come into this world, you feel 100% worthy, 100% deserving and worthy. But something happened that made you feel like you weren't worthy. What was that? So you could uncover that in hypnosis. You could uncover it maybe by journaling and trying to get to that point of, you know, what, what happened to you, who said something to you, who told you that, you know, you weren't worthy of having something you wanted, anything like that. <clears throat> um, you can do some visualization around being worthy. You can... Uh, what else? You could get therapy. You find that therapy is kind of a long process for that. But really what you're trying to get to is why, why? Why do I feel unworthy? And then you can begin to, to change that. I mean, affirmations are good. You know, I am worthy. But if underneath in your subconscious you don't believe it, it's going to be hard. So... Um, also, um, you know, make a journal, take, get a journal and start recording the times when you feel worthy or somebody does something that makes you feel worthy or you receive something that makes you feel worthy or, you know, any, any um, uh, proof that you're worthy. And you could do that with your past as well. So were you worthy enough to get a job you wanted or worthy enough to... Um, to be with a partner that you wanted to be with or worthy enough to win some award. Look for proof, look for evidence from the past that you, you're worthy. I hope that makes sense to you. Okay, so I'm not seeing any new emails from Nicole saying that I have more questions, more callers. <clears throat> so, if that's the case, then I want to just say that I really want to challenge you to step into being a creator, take responsibility, create what matters to you, not to others, and begin to work towards having a life you love, creating a life you love, because you are worthy and deserving of that. And that's why you're here, to create what matters. So go out there and create what matters. And the inspired result you're going to have by being an inspired creator, <laughs> the inspired result you're going to have is that life you like, you love, that authentic, soul-aligned life. And to me, ultimately, that's what matters. When you live a life you love, you live fully, you live from a place of authenticity and soul alignment, you will not have any regret at the end of your life. All right, so got about five minutes left. So I want to today tell you about something a little different. It's an opportunity that's coming up. I want to share with you 
um, I want to invite you to a free three-day masterclass experience I'm offering that will teach you how to step into being a powerful and inspired creator of all that truly, truly matters to you. And as a result, an inspired result, you're going to create a life you love. And you're going to do it by being an inspired creator. So the masterclass is called, not surprisingly, How to Create What You Really Want. Actually, it's just Create What You Really Want. And it takes place on February 21, no, February 20, 22, and 26. And during these three 90-minute sessions, I'm going to help you discover how to transform your circumstances so you can create an authentic solo aligned life that you love. How? By becoming an inspired creator. Now, this master class experience is going to shift your beliefs about who you are and what you can create by focusing on three essential areas. The first is learn. So on day one, we're going to reclaim your inherent power and true identity as a creator because you were born a creator. So you're going to learn to use that innate ability to create a life you love that's filled with the things most important and meaningful to you. Number two, discover. So on day two, we're going to tap into inspiration and spiritual guidance. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. I say at every session, every episode, discover how to get in spirit, inspired so your human being receives clear guidance about what to create that matters. And three, develop. On day three, take inspired action and create your soul-aligned life. Develop the ability to take bold action based on intuition. As a spiritually guided creator, you can create an authentic soul-aligned life you love. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you attend the masterclass, you will learn a powerful proprietary framework for creating a life you love. You're going to gain knowledge that allows you to step into your power as a creator. You're going to discover how to create your life on the place of inspiration and soul alignment. You're going to get clear on what really matters to you and how to live in congruence with that value, and you're going to become an inspired creator. So if you're ready to create what you know deep in your soul you want this year, register for the masterclass. Create what really matters to you. So how do you register? You just go to ninaamir.com forward slash create, all capital letters. So N-I-N-A-A-M-I-R.com forward slash create, all caps. And just like this radio show, this episode, I promise you that during this three-day masterclass will be no fluff. And there won't be lots of selling during the masterclass either. But if I'm really honest, I will be sharing on the very last day at the very end of the teaching segment about the Inspired Creator Community, which I tell you about every week. Well, not every week, every episode, twice a month. In fact, I'll be sharing about the Inspired Creator Community's new focus, which starts in March. And that is all about stepping into your power as a creator, leaving those old identities and circumstances and false beliefs behind as you create what matters to you, an authentic soul-aligned life that you love. The Inspired Creator Community is now going to also become a six-month container. So no more joining any time. I've been hinting at this for a while. So it's a community of people who all, all want to create what matters to them, who want to be creators, conscious, intentional creators, inspired creators, who follow their intuition and that still small voice of their soul, who courageously take action and create things that matter most to them. Of course, the Inspired Creator community will still focus on personal and spiritual growth, 
You still have the same number of live sessions just with me. And I tell you all of this now, even though I'm focusing on getting you to my master class, I would love for you to attend my master class, but I'm telling you all of this now because by the time my next episode of Inspiration to Creation rolls around here on News for the Soul, the Dorsey Inspired Creator Community will be closed until August. So I don't want you to miss out. So if you have questions about being a member of the Inspired Creator Community, reach out to me directly at nina at ninaamir.com. And don't wait too long. Or you can simply register for the three-day master class by going to ninaamir.com forward slash create, all caps, and just attend. And on that third day, you'll hear about it and you'll be privy to some bonuses and some other things. Now, if you'll know the Inspired Creator Community or the master class are for you because you're going to feel that pull and your soul whispering in your ear. Attend. Join. This time, listen. Allow yourself to be pushed in that direction. Take action to create something different for yourself, to create what matters. To claim your seat at the master class or in the Inspired Creator Community. And to find out more about the Inspired Creator Community, you can go to ninaamir.com forward slash join ICC. And to register for the master class again, which I highly recommend because you're going to get of what we're going to be doing for the next six months in the in the Inspired Creator Community, go to ninaamir.com. Again, it's N-I-N-A-A-M-I-R.com forward slash create. And when you join the Inspired Creator Community, send me an email at nina at ninaamir.com. Nina at ninaamir.com. And say you heard about the Inspired Creator Community on News for the Soul on one of my episodes here. When you do that, I will gift you a 45-minute intuitive reading. Just you and me and a reading. And that is a bonus I'm not offering anywhere else. Please follow me on social. Just search for Nina Amir or Inspiration to Creation Coach. Thank you so much for listening today. It is my wish for you that you go out and you create what really matters to you and a life that you love. And until I talk to you next time, Do that by going out there and achieving more inspired results, okay? Get inspired, take action, and be a creator. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show.